Welcome back to Dream Space. I'm your host, Kira, and today we have two very special guests. I'm very honored to get to say I get to dance alongside and watch these two beautiful dancers every day in the studio. It's Megan and Anna Lara. Hi. Hi, girls. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good? Very good. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to just jump right into it and get started and ask you guys a little bit to kind of introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. When did you come to Victoria? When did you start dancing at VAB? Megan, do we want to start with you? Sure. We, we both came at the same time. I think it was August of 2018. So I think I was 17 and I think Anna Lamy was 18. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we were we were pretty... That's pretty crazy. Young. That's because that's my age. Oh, yeah. That's it's, it's really crazy. And we've, I don't know, I feel like I've really like grown up at VAB. Mm-hmm. As it sounds, even though we've only been there for like three yeah. years, but yeah. No, that's crazy. Like, it feels like you guys have been there for a lot longer than three. Like the fact that we've only like, I guess like known each other really for three years is kind of, so was I in PT? I must have been my PTP2 or something. So I was a baby as well. (gasps) Whoa, that's crazy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about um, why you started dancing. Were you guys both like, were you young? Were you like three years old started dancing or was it something that kind of started in your later years? Uh, Well, for me, it was like a three years old. Mm -hmm. And I started because my mom is a, ballet teacher back in my city um and you know it was just like for fun at first um me and my sister went to ballet classes and uh, do you just want to say where you're originally from oh right <laughs> just for the listeners just... <laughs> yeah I'm from Mexico um more specifically in, from Merida it's kind of like three hours away from Cancun just mm-hmm. so you have a reference mm-hmm. um so yeah, so you started dancing when you were three years old with your sister, sisters, did you say? Sister, yeah, yeah. Um, and when it got more formal, let's say, it's when we mm-hmm. got into like the school where my mom teaches currently. Okay. And I did it more because I, I wanted to be closer to my mom and my sister. I was like, I don't know, I just kind of want, want to like keep going with this and like be close to them. And well, this happened. Here I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's so nice. And what about you, Megan? What when did you start dancing? And uh, yeah. I started when actually on my fourth birthday. I started ballet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I just <laughs> uh-huh. um, I love it. I just kind of started because my mom kind of put me in everything. Like I did like baseball mm-hmm. and soccer and everything. I did swimming and gymnastics. Because you have, you have that side to you a little bit. Like, you're not a super, like, I mean, both of you, you're not super, super, like, girly, girly. Like, I could see you doing some some sports. Yeah, yeah I'm not, like, a super girly girl, but I can be, too. I don't know. Yes. No, no. Yeah. You definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I started, I'm not really sure, like, why I started. I guess I just mm-hmm. thought, like, oh, maybe she would like to do that. And she really wanted to, like, have me choose like what I wanted to do and not like have her be like okay 
I want my kid to be like a ballet dancer or whatever she wanted it to me, like my mm-hmm. decision. And then just like gradually, like through the years, I just started like cutting stuff out. And then ballet was like mm-hmm. the one thing that I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of weird how, I mean, I was kind of similar like that. Like I was doing a lot of things alongside my dance for kind of most of my like elementary school, middle school, like those kind of years. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you start cutting things out. And then all of a sudden you're just, you're just left with ballet. Is there something in particular that you, I'm going to use the word love. I mean, ballet can be a little bit of a love-hate relationship, (laughs) but is there something that made you kind of be like, yeah, this is my passion and I want to keep pursuing this? Was there something specific or was it just over time? Well, I think it kind of started feeling like, oh, like ballet is my old friend like my old time friend you mm-hmm. know um mm-hmm. and maybe I, it was just like comforting like something I already knew mm-hmm. so much because like I wasn't like Megan or like you uh, that I did like lots of mm-hmm. stuff and tried out everything I it was like oh okay I guess I'm in ballet and my mom was never like mm-hmm. you have to keep doing it for the rest of your life no she was like, if you yeah. want to stop one day, just tell me, like, no pressure. And I was like, okay, but I want to keep doing it. Feels nice. Um, and I think mm-hmm. some of the stuff I like about ballet, it's like that moment on stage when it's just like really magical and like the, I know the energy that goes through your body, like that's very exciting for me. Um, and I enjoy rehearsals and everything, but like that moment of, on stage is like. Well, I was going to say, like, do you guys like the state? Like, do you guys enjoy? Because I know some people, it's like for them, it's being in class. Like they like the like rehearsals and the training and being in class. Like I know for myself, I love yeah, being on stage in that that moment particularly. But um, you guys enjoy the performing and sure. being on the yeah, stage. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And, and so Megan, what about you? Was there something that kind of struck a little light bulb inside? I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do professionally. Uh, I don't know. Like as a young child, I, it, ballet was like always my favorite. And then I developed like particularly a love for ballet, probably like, I don't know, like five or six, maybe even a little bit later. But I remember mm-hmm. being a kid and all my friends were like, oh, I want to do jazz and I hate ballet. And I was like, no, like I love ballet. <laughs> But I don't know like what made me love it at that age. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh no, I just love ballet. I just was really mm-hmm. passionate about it really mm-hmm. young. No, I but I think there's something kind of special in that. Like I kind of like that because I think dancers decide they want to be dancers at quite a young age. Like it's quite common for people at a young age to be like, no, I want to be a professional dancer. Do you find that nowadays it's like you see these like 10 year olds kind of being like, I want to be a professional dancer and I mean, both of you left home and we'll get into that um, a little bit, a little bit later, but what's your opinion on, yeah, leaving home really young to go dance? Megan, when, how old were you when you left? I was 15. I was okay. go when I was 14. Mm -hmm. I, it it was really weird. Like I was like, oh, I know I need to go if I want to like do this professionally but Mm -hmm. I had really good friends in Nanaimo and I was like, oh no, like I really enjoy being with my family, which 
looking back at it, I'm like, oh, I wish I went earlier because like the okay, yeah, training yeah. would have been like better at a young age. But also I'm like, no, I wish I didn't because I had like an amazing homestay family that I stayed with who like I wouldn't have had if I went the first year. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, like it, it worked out for me going at like 15. I think 15 for me was like a really good age. I think 14 may have been a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. it kind of like gave me an extra year to like prepare and like grow up kind of for that mm-hmm. and uh, do you so you came because you didn't leave home I mean correct me if I'm wrong but coming to VAB coming to Victoria was your first experience yeah. leaving home yeah yeah what was that like tell us a little bit about coming to <laughs> VAB and Victoria and kind of what made when did you make the decision like okay yeah I want to do the bridge program or I want to yeah I want to leave home well, it really took me a while to be like, okay, like I want to dance for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like I graduated high school and mm-hmm. just before the graduation, I was like, oh yeah, never mind. I want to dance uh, because I was about to like apply for like marine biologist, something like that. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that meant that I would stay at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, no, like, I don't picture myself like that. I, I mm-hmm. cannot see that. Like, that path, yeah. Or, yeah. And I don't know how old I was. 17, 18? Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, it was really hard for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a huge emotional crisis for like three months. <laughs> yeah I cried. I cried every day uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it was not like it was not because of like the school or anything like I, I love mm-hmm. AB but mm-hmm. it was just a feeling of like wow like once I get out of here like that's it like yeah because I know I won't want to come back mm-hmm. just for like visiting and stuff but it was really hard for me. I, I really become attached to people, to things, places. Um, and I was like, no, I don't want to leave my house, like my bed and my parents, my mm-hmm. dogs, my friends. Like, it, it was really hard for me. But once I got here, I was like, okay, it's worth it. I, mm-hmm. I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad I didn't do it before. When you came here the first time, like the first time was you moving here? Um, no. Or did you get to visit? I got to visit the other side of Canada, like Toronto and oh, okay, yeah, that whole part. Yeah, I, yeah, which is quite different. That's quite different than what it's like here. So yeah, different. <laughs> yeah, I like it better here. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so let's talk a little bit about Bridge. So both of you decide to do the Bridge program. Tell us a little bit about your experience. For me. Um, I felt like, I feel like now and compared to like who I was in high school, like completely different person in a positive way. I, I kind mm-hmm. of was not a terribly great child um, <laughs> in high school, particularly. And I didn't do like well in school and I didn't really care. And like, I just had a really bad kind of attitude, but like in dance, I was always mm-hmm. relatively positive and like good in that but Mm -hmm. coming to bridge I think it really like helped me grow up and it helped me like 
learn to work for myself and not work for like other people. And it's like, if I really want this, I have to work for it. No one else is going to like push me and be like, oh, Megan, like you have to work harder. You have to do this. Like no one is going to tell you that really, because it's, it's like the reason you're there basically is because you want to be there. But yeah, I don't know. I think like dancing, of course, like I've evolved a lot from being at the bridge and uh, like technical, like with my technique and like artistry, like I feel like I understand myself more, but also like mm-hmm. as an individual, I feel like it's helped me like figure out actually who I am and not, I don't mm-hmm. know, be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like being very authentic to who I am, which is like, I've never felt before. Yeah, no, I really like that. And I can definitely resonate, resonate with that a little bit. And, and Ara, what did you benefit from? Or what did you, what was your bridge experience like? Well, I was just thinking that um, back in Mexico, my school really gave me like a good technique foundation and like that was really complete. But when I came here, I was like, oh, wow, like, where's my artistry? Mm-hmm. Like, like I haven't been working mm-hmm. this. <laughs> um, and I think here uh, the teachers like really pushed that on me and it worked. No, it did. It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just really appreciate like all the teachers, like they know when to push and when to like, be like, mm-hmm. okay, it, this person's ready to work mm-hmm. for themselves, totally. by themselves. Um, and there's like a huge difference um, from the first year from to like, when you graduate the first year, it's mm-hmm. like, you just like get to know the yeah. other people. It's like, ooh, wow, <laughs> that's like. They're really cool and it kind of feels like oh am I like am I going to ever reach this yeah. level totally. I feel like, like that really a little bit sometimes I'm like god like I didn't feel I, like I have so much more work to do like am I gonna be ready by third year yeah 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 I kind of want to backtrack just a tiny bit and talk a little bit about training because and uh, you mentioned like training at your old school and then coming to VAB. Both of you have experience training at other places than VAB and myself included. Um, what is that like? Like going from school to school, did you guys notice big differences? And Megan, I know you've been to a few different schools. Um, I don't know, like were you guys, you both weren't Chiquetti trained when you came to VAB. So what was that transition yeah. like? Like Chiquetti's a funny little thing, isn't yeah, it? It is. I love Chiquetti. It's yeah. so fun. <laughs> Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. I was talking with Megan about this a few days ago, um, how the technique in my old school, uh, well, it's, it's Cuban, which is kind of a combination from like Veganova and just like Cuba itself. And it's pretty uh-huh. athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I, why I say that they gave me like a really, really good foundation mm-hmm. technique wise. And then I came here and for example, like Petty Allegro, that, that's not really mm-hmm. a thing. It's more like Medium Allegro and Grand Allegro. When I came here, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, am I not allowed to jump in this little exercise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's one of the few things that was kind of a shock. And like the use of the head, it was like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. like, what? I cannot turn it? What? <laughs> yeah, no, I found that as well because I did RAD when I was in Vancouver. And um, 
yeah no already educated like you wouldn't think someone that's not um a part of the ballet world these are two different syllabuses and two different styles and way of training and you wouldn't think they'd be that different but they are like I think to someone who's not a dancer to their eye they probably look the exact same but they're they feel very different like even the sense of like turning your head and climbing your head like oh it's so weird how different it is and and yeah and Megan you trained in RAD but before you yeah, yeah I trained RAD from I guess like four till 15 I guess um mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like I've talked to Anna Lau about this but I feel kind of the opposite of her like she feels like she got a really good foundation kind of as a child and like growing up but I feel mm-hmm. I I really didn't have a great foundation mm-hmm. I felt like I was yeah. pushed to do a lot of things like really young like going on point really soon and like a bunch of stuff like that maybe that I wasn't ready for and mm-hmm maybe it's helped like my virtuosic kind of steps now, but I feel like I'm yeah, lacking yeah. a little bit, like my foundation still. Um, when I moved to Ontario, I trained in Chiquetti and Bournonville. Um, okay. Oh, that's, that's a fun yeah, combination. Yeah. So it wasn't, I never did exams or anything. So it was just more like it was Chiquetti class and we did like the heads and it was like, it was a very Chiquetti class, but we had a, teacher from the Royal Danish who would come and set mm-hmm. ballets and stuff on us. So when we would do like Bournonville ballets, we do Bournonville classes and Bournonville is quite different <laughs> from everything. Um, it's like super understated everything like arms, but the feet is insane. Like it's Pretty all crazy. petiolegro, like <laughs> very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was really fun. And I think that's helped me a lot because like I love to jump and I love to do like pediolegro and I love doing like men's stuff and I I often did do like a lot of the men's like battery mm-hmm. and stuff when I was um in Ontario but yeah I don't know it's it's interesting Chica- mm-hmm. I love Chiquetti as well but mm-hmm. it's definitely like made me realize like oh gosh I did not get a great foundation as a yeah. child and I really need to keep working on keep like working on going it. back to the basics and everything Mm-hmm. I yeah I think it's I think it's so great though and I think it's so important to have experienced different styles because I think it really does open your mind up so you guys have graduated that you're <laughs> little alumni and obviously um COVID has really messed things up a little bit I don't know I guess we can say that it's made things a little challenging um but I do want to talk a little bit about that transition into becoming a professional dancer, transitioning out of kind of the school, being a student. Um, and I'm curious, we don't have to get too specific with names or examples, but what was the audition you did get to do? What was that like? What is the whole, talk Talk to the people a little bit about what the auditioning process is. Um, I know, Megan, we've had this conversation about you kind of just you send your little video off to as many places as possible. So I guess start from the beginning for those that don't know how the auditioning process works. Walk us through a little bit of what, what it's like. Oh gosh. Well, it's, it's quite daunting. Mm-hmm. And I found myself like I procrastinated a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Anna Lau can yeah. feel the same way with that. <laughs> um, but I was very like thankful to have Anna Lau and Eric and we kind of, especially last year, like really worked together and like 
helped each other. And that kind of like motivated me kind of to get going because we were doing it together. It didn't feel like such a big task and that I have to take on by myself. So that was kind of nice. Um, the auditioning process is, it's, it's a process. Yeah. <laughs> um, video auditions, going to places. We didn't really get to go to very mm-hmm. many places, but we did end up going to New York. We did a few auditions while we were in New York what was that like what was going to New York and doing some auditions like were you guys experiencing like a room full of lots and lots of people or were they more smaller like what was kind of well at least none of the ones I did were huge groups Mm -hmm. and um there were not cuts or anything like Mm -hmm. you got to do the whole class which was really nice that is really nice and especially since you're going all the way out to to New York yeah yeah that was like oh thanks (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) but yeah I think it's really terrifying totally like if someone likes auditions honestly like teach me your ways I (laughs) hate auditions I get so nervous but um it's a rocky path Mm -hmm. um and, and it also sucks that it's not just your dancing involved. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, um, like your visa, are you allowed to work there? Or maybe because you're not allowed to work in some place, um, you will just go as an apprentice and you will not get paid at all. And there's just like that stuff involved, which is really stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more behind it than just yeah. auditioning getting a job like oh there's yeah there's so much more behind it yeah it would be really nice if it was just like look I can dance nice if it was that simple (laughs) yeah yeah what's something out of this that COVID has taught you is are there any positives for me definitely uh I felt like in my graduating year I was because there's so much stress and I'm thinking about auditioning and it's like well what what do I do if I don't get anything and like as I mentioned, I don't really have a backup plan, but I, I'm sure there will be something, but I, I really want it. I really want this kind of thing. So I was really like stressed and I, I wasn't in a healthy mindset at all. And I wasn't creating like a sustainable, not image, but not like a sustainable, I wasn't being sustainable as a person. Um, but COVID kind of allowed me that time to care for myself and make sure like I was more important than almost like the art form if that makes sense like I always put like dance ahead of me even though like I am a dancer and now I've kind of like meshed those two things together but before it was very much like dance is ahead of everything like ahead of me ahead of everything so COVID totally helped me um kind of realize that I need to care for myself and if I don't care for myself then I'm not going to be able to dance uh it's also uh allowed me like time and I've allowed to explore different things that I've never done before I have an amazing job at VAB (laughs) I'm so grateful for and that is my backup plan if things don't work out obviously but yeah it's allowed me to definitely like grow as a person I'm sure it's set back my dancing, but I feel like I've really grown as an individual. Kind of what Megan was saying, um, remembering to be human and just exist before being a dancer, because that's 
that's how it's supposed to be. I don't think it's healthy to forget that you're just a little human and I know, give all your soul and life to dance because that's not really sustainable. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it's true. Uh, in the long <laughs> run, it might mess up your life. Um, I think also learning to let go things that I cannot control, just like being patient and be like, okay, I guess now I have to just wait or, okay, this happened. I'll just let it go, whatever. Um, and one last thing, just like not taking anything for granted. I remember the, the first day I, I got into the studio again and I heard like the, like the little shoes, you know, like doing a toy. I was like, what is this? Like, it gave me goosebumps. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I forgot about that little sound. Like, just like small things. Yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. So kind of continue on to that then. What, what are your guys' thoughts on, like, the reality of becoming a professional dancer? Like, have you guys thought about, again, if you don't feel comfortable sharing, you don't have to, but have you guys ever thought about, you know, becoming a professional dancer? It's not easy. We all know it's hard. There's so many of us out there around where you decide that you don't want to dance is there something else you'd want to go into or are you just like I'm gonna do dance like this is what I want to do it's it's hard when I because we were talking about this previously but and Anna Lau said when she was graduating high school she was a little bit like uh I guess I'll dance I was kind of like that too Mm -hmm. I applied Mm -hmm. to like a ton of universities and I got like some acceptances and I was really interested in kinesiology Um, and I got accepted to this one university and I accepted my offer. Um, and I deferred it obviously, but before I deferred it, Mm -hmm. I went to another school who I was supposed to go for post-secondary and, uh, things didn't Mm -hmm. work out. And so I ended up coming to VAB like super last minute and, I never realized, like, I when I was in high school, one of my teachers was always like, oh, I knew from, like, the age of five that, like, I wanted to be a professional dancer. And I always thought, like, I was, like, even in high school, I'm like, I don't feel that way. Like, I don't know if I, like, I want to dance, obviously, but, like, I don't know. Like, she always said it was, like, she knew that was her, like, destiny. And I was like, I don't feel, like, that confident in myself. And when I was at that different school for post-secondary and things weren't working out, that's when I realized I was like, I don't want to go to school. Like, that's not an option for me. I don't care that I've accepted my offer. Like I'm not going, like I want to dance. So I guess that was kind of the point where I was like, this is like, this is going to happen. I'm going to dance no matter what. So I kind of, to answer your question, I, I've thought about like backup plans, but I I really do not want to go to school. So I'm going to kind of do everything in my power to make like this dance happen in any sort of capacity, even if it's on a 90 day visa somewhere, like I'm going to make it happen kind of thing. So yeah, I don't really have Mm a backup plan, but I'm one way for me. (laughs) No, I love, I love that. No, I love that. Eleanor, what about you? Is it dance? Dance or nothing? <laughs> well, in the last few weeks, I've been like, oh, wow. I really want to like start acting classes. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> Would she be so good? I could see you. Hollywood. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. red carpet. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, I, I have always looked up to 
like actors and actresses and I've been like wow like that's something really cool to do but I I never considered the possibility of me doing it I was just like that's not real like I wasn't born in the right place at the right time. I don't know but yeah and yeah, yeah. it's just it yeah, yeah, impossible yeah. And, and a few weeks ago I was like but why not like mm -hmm. I can and you literally can start acting at like 80 and totally. there will always be a role for an 80 year old lady no so true and I feel like so many dancers dabble in the acting yeah. as well you can be a little triple threat you can even do a little dancing while you're Someone's acting singing, singing. yeah That's yeah I have a to little learn bit of singing sing, so. <laughs> not good <laughs> that's okay you can throw singing lessons in with your acting lessons you can but yeah um And, you know, that's one of the things I like about dance, um, just like that turning into like a really different character every time. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I just realized that I have never explored that thing in other ways, like just acting. So mm -hmm. I was like, well, why not? Like, what can I lose? Some money? That's kind of fun. I like that. That's really that's really fun. No, and I like the part you said about kind of different characters and doing that. Like, is that something that both of you enjoy? Like in the dance, is the acting part and kind of the little roles. And do you guys have like a little favorite ballet? I, think I just like drama, <laughs> like the drama, like Manon or something like that. You oh, know? Yeah. oh yeah, that's a good. One. But also like Donkey, it's fun. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to wearing those dresses on stage. I just want to be on like a big stage. Like I'm, I am so grateful for what VAB is able to do with our little kind of performances and stuff. But like, I can't wait for the day to be on like a proper big stage. Yeah. With people. Yeah. With people. Oh my gosh. I've loved this conversation and I have one more final little question. Um, and it's what I ask my guests at the end of every episode And it's, what do they want to be remembered for? Now, it can be something as big as, like, I want to be remembered for being, you know, the greatest dancer in the whole entire world, you know? Or it could be um, something as small as just being a kind, generous person. Is there something that when you walk into a room and then you leave the room, like, what what do you leave behind? Well, I don't know. Um a pretty young age, I've always kind of been like, oh, I just kind of want to be like remembered as a good person and like someone people can go to if they they need anything or or feeling down or someone to talk to. That's that's kind of what I would like to be remembered for. I'm not sure if that is what I'm remembered for, but that's what I would hope I would be remembered. No, for. I think you're definitely can be remembered for that. <laughs> <laughs> And Alara, what about you? Is there something that you want to be remembered for? I think I want to be remembered as an artist and a person who was always true to herself. Um, that always, that is a factor of change, not so much, much of like, oh, waiting for change, but actually doing something for it. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. just like being honest. I really like that. That's beautiful. Thank you guys so much for being on my podcast. I hope you had a good time. Yes, we did. And thank you for those listening. I hope you enjoyed. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>